everybody, it's Matt from The Discussion 5. That's right, your favorite host. I'm just kidding. Um, <clears throat> here to tell you about uh, the Hockey Podcast Network. You want to find the Hockey Podcast Network at The Hockey Podcast Network. That is every team, everywhere. That's right. Hockey Podcast Network is bringing you podcasts from every NHL team and some bonuses. You can find Terry Ryan's podcast, Tales with TR. He is the former Montreal Canadiens first-round draft pick, as well as Ice Analytics podcast, which comes to you every Friday. The Hockey Podcast Network continues to grow. You should grow with it. The Hockey Podcast Network. That's thehockeypodcastnetwork.com, at HockeyPodNet on Twitter. And, of course, every team, everywhere. Hi everybody, welcome to episode 45 of the Discussion 5! Well, that doesn't, that doesn't feel right to say episode 45, Discussion 5. It's too many fives. Brought to you by the Brothers of Discussion and the Hockey Podcast Network. We're here to talk to you about the five most pressing matters for anybody who has trouble understanding the name of the podcast. Five discussion points. Maybe we should call it the Discussion Five Points. I don't know. Uh, for the Detroit Red Wings, coming to you every Monday and Thursday morning. Man, if, if you want to see a couple of dudes that have that, that can... I mean, you, you could probably look at the whole Red Wings team, but uh, the, the stamina and, and the gumption uh, to just keep bringing it. Mike, we're, we're still here. Uh, probably harder than the Red Wings because uh, they get paid millions of dollars. Uh, even a guy like Abdulkader. But anyway, I am... Uh, Next stop, won't stop. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at ClinkMet. That's my brother, Mike underscore Clink. And you can find the whole show at BOD Hockey. We got tagged for this podcast because we have our wrestling podcast called the brothers of discussion oh yeah had a great uh, had a great saturday night watching aew so we'll be covering that next thursday you want to find all that coverage at uh bod podcast on twitter bodpodcast.com brothers of discussion.com uh brothers of discussion on facebook and brothers underscore discussion i mean i'm sorry brothers underscore of underscore discussion uh on instagram for a dual uh posting account that covers wrestling and hockey all right so let's get into that hockey podcast network we uh introduced it at the top of the show but go to hockeypodcastnetwork.com to check out every team everywhere uh they've also got shows like tales with tr and ice analytics podcast uh those are coming to you once a week uh great shows and uh what we also jesus have to remind you is uh you'll, you'll hear more details at the end of the show but uh, we now have uh, a brand new contest where we're trying to reward you, the fans of the Hockey Podcast Network and the Discussion 5, with uh, a contest working with Tankathon. If, uh, if you're a Red Wings fan, you're very familiar with Tankathon. And uh, Cool Hockey, supplier of uh, hockey jerseys and uh, different hockey apparel. Pretty fantastic website there, Go- going from uh, current to vintage. Check it out. Uh, but how are you going to get a Cool Hockey gift card? Well, you're going to go to tankathon.com slash NHL. You're going to sim the lottery draft. That's right. 15 teams simmed. All right. Next up. 
you're gonna keep hitting that sim button until you think you're looking at a uh a list of the most accurate results for what the the draft lottery will be now uh like (laughs) i hope you're writing this down yeah right (laughs) a lot of instructions here's the confusing part um if you are an analytics expert you would only keep hitting the sim button until those percentages (laughs) all lined up but uh that's not what we're doing here if you're a red wings fan you're probably going to keep hitting sim uh, till Red Wings end up with that fourth pick. But anyway, take a screenshot of the uh, draft that you would like to submit and then submit that to the uh, post on at HockeyPodNet. Uh, so you got to go over to the Twitter account for HockeyPodNet and uh, you can get involved. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be a super easy contest once you get going. Uh, so just go into takeathon.com slash NHL hitting that sim button so there you go then you have your your lottery sim right in front of you you take a screenshot then post it on twitter uh you also have to be following at hockey at tankathon and at cool hockey whoo all right any questions and the discussion five yeah and, and follow us too go to yeah. at bod hockey you won't see that rule listed but you know <laughs> you know get that follow going matt that was a beautiful preamble who's ready to talk some Red Wing Power Plays! Uh, well, yeah, let's jump in. Um, <laughs> we actually did have a good power play. We played our, yeah, our, our, our uh, international rival at this point, Matt. The Ottawa Senators. They're coming for our number one spot. Ludicrous style. We did not. We dug our heels in, Matt. We did not give up any points, Matt. Okay, maybe one. We got one stupid point. But... We maintained our lead as the worst team in the league. Beautiful game. Uh, it was up and down. We had goals. We had a lead. We didn't have a, one of those avalanche uh, barrages that were so famous for patenting this year. <laughs> um, you know, it's a classic like climate change Red Wings team where the whole earth of the Red Wings is just crumbling beneath us uh, with these hot goals uh polar bears are floating into the ocean it's just been a a train wreck of a season man and it continued last night um there was uh one i I don't know if i'd call it a bright spot but sam gagne he was the gagner until last night because he got a pp goal man he got a power play goal otherwise known as a power play um well, yeah, now we've uh, got know. a guy right down the middle with, with a right-handed shot. Uh, it's, it's, it looks like it's working well, out. <laughs> well, I, I mean, he didn't really use his uh, right-handed shot. Sure he did. Um, no, think about no, think about somebody how— Somebody else shot a puck off of him, um, and it went in. But he, it was a classic Holmstrom goal. He saw, he saw his arms. He flexed. He hit that sucker. That that was that. I mean, it was it was, was a mad flex. It was a mad flex, yo. <laughs> Big boy flex in front of that net. So, uh, but he so he did not shoot. Here's what's going on. I, I'm gonna defend Sam. Talk on this to us, one. man. Break it down. That's Xbox style. <laughs> Think about him not hitting that puck, or maybe coming from the other side uh, with a left-handed shot. Oh, I just realized. Even me doing that like phantom stick feels weird. All right. So he yeah. does it with his right-handed stick. You've got a completely different look. You've got a puck that looks like it's going outside and comes back inside. Um, and you, you've got that ability to go, you know, in the top shelf. Or if it was the other-handed stick, uh, you're kind of moving your body to the, you know, farther outside of the net and making that that adjustment. But this is where 
Gagne can actually line up in front of the goaltender and then knock the puck down. So it uh, to me, I I think I think this is part of it. I, I'm gonna give the nod to the fact that his stick handedness that we called out in the last episode. I think that did help or at least play some part. Um, it's certainly yes. certainly less of a part than him rolling down the ice and him passing the puck between a lefty and himself being a righty. Um, <laughs> I, I like that. Obviously lesser than, but I, I think this still played uh, a huge part and. Uh, I I was excited to see it. I, I was just happy yeah, that we called I mean, it out in the last episode and said the power play should at least be, or should at least have a new resource. I don't think we said even yeah. better, <laughs> but we were certainly thinking like, okay, now there's something added, like a new element to the power play. And, uh, you know, that, uh, that last game against Minnesota didn't look super great. Although I will say Kanye did look really good. Uh, but, um, it, it paid off. Yeah, here we go. One game in, or two games in. Sorry, and uh, Gagne's yeah, got a power I'm, play goal. What I'm hoping is that this, uh, this the Iser plan, the Iser man, uh, that you know, we got another fresh wet rag that we can wring out, you know, and let's see if we can get a couple more goals out of this guy before he kind of settles back into normalcy. Um, right. I, you know, like with like with uh, Fabry, where we had that magic, where he had a, my God, uh, just felt like it, it it's extended from a game to two games, three games. And now he's like a reliable guy where we're like, my God, maybe we're just going to resign this guy in the off season and keep him for a while. So, uh, I was, you know, it's encouraging. Uh, I was just teasing you because we didn't get to see that big shot on the goal. It was a different skill set that he got to display. Absolutely. No, um, I mean, you, you, that, that is not a point to be missed. Like it wasn't as yeah. effective as we were like when we first talked about it, we weren't going, Oh man, we have a guy that can tip the puck from one side of the ice, but yeah, I, right? I, I, I'd, I'd still, I don't know. I, I'm kind of, I was kind of excited by that. I, I like yeah. it. Well, our, uh, our PP was good, but our, our PK was bad, Matt. Um, I was not, uh, not super stoked about that. Um, it, it definitely felt like uh, Bernier had another, you know, another night where he had to step up and be the MVP for us to get the win. And Absolutely. Uh, I mean, so here's here's my breakdown of what, like, Bernier had to do. Uh, so he had to go 8-9 uh, on the penalty kill. But uh, high danger chances, I thought he did really good because he's above the 800%. He actually finished with 818. So uh, two... Two high danger chance goals against him. So again, these are strictly even strength when we're measuring like high danger, medium range, and long range, um, yeah. or high, medium, and low is what I should say, not long. Um, so that like the, the wings actually gave up eleven high danger chances. That's that's quite a bit. Once you get into double digits, that's a lot. And, and Bernier only given up two goals. I mean, obviously you could do better. Could have been one, but uh, could have been none. Uh, so obviously that happens throughout the season, but it's still, that's still pretty good. And we know, we know what those high danger chances look like when it's the Red Wings giving them up compared to a different team. Uh, but then he shuts them out on the medium and low, uh, low danger shots. So he does that turns in a pretty good power play per, or a penalty kill performance as a goaltender. And, and again, I, I just Bernier, I think walks away with like a nine twenty three on this game. Uh, but ultimately, like the the even strength side at the nine seventeen, and then uh, eight out of nine sh- uh, shots saved. Oh, excuse me. Um, on the uh, on the power play or on the penalty kill. Jesus, how many times am I going to say that wrong? Uh, just <laughs> I, it's it's more the point that the the penalty kill still looks bad. They're still giving up chunks. They're still giving up a lot. Uh, but. 
but Bernier, I think, is is just another solid, you know, A plus here. And uh, I think, I think that conversation is like the best way to transition into this. This, <laughs> I I still don't understand, Mike. Uh, all right, so we lose to the Ottawa Senators. Good job. We're still at the bottom. Woo! Like there's any chance, right? <laughs> like we can give it up at this point. But um, you know, let's let's talk about next season. Let's talk about the end of this season. Let's talk about. Um, Jimmy Howard and why in God's name are, are people still trying to say like, sure. certainly like the Minnesota wild game. I felt bad for Jimmy because he, he definitely got, you know, just laid out a couple times. Like, I, I mean, no, yeah. no help whatsoever, but it, a part of it, we have to sit there and go, all right, sure. Jimmy is not getting a ton of help. But he's not doing a lot, folks. And and the point I wanted to make was the expected goals for for this game for the Minnesota Wild was 1.83. And the expected goals for for the Ottawa Senators, I believe, was in uh, the two range. Um, let me get that exact number. I have it right here. 2.37. 2.37. And Bernier actually ends up giving up less goals for than the expected goals for. So basically the statistic says we gave up so many high danger shots they should have gotten more than two goals in that game, and Bernier only gives up two even strength goals. Uh, well, we look at the um, the Minnesota Wild game, and uh, we were supposed to give up less than two goals, and we gave up six. So, um, <laughs> certainly, there are chances that um, you know that that are measured in a particular way based off of uh, rebounds. And that's how you get more expected goals and the, the higher danger scoring chances as, as we term them. Uh, and that that's what can kind of help those numbers go up a little bit more for Ottawa. And what we saw in uh, the Minnesota game were a lot of uh, breakaways and uh, just odd man rushes, which are certainly high danger scoring chances, but you're not, multiplying the high danger scoring chances with a high danger scoring chance then a rebound then another rebound so like those numbers can multiply but even to that end the high danger scoring chances are down the goals way 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 up um and we just looked bad uh i i i don't know i can't believe i had to do this like what what are we still doing um i i don't know why i have to read guys who had jobs uh with the free press um <laughs> I, I i believe it was ted colfin who i still follow that is still defending jimmy howard and again yes you do feel bad for him but don't <sighs> sit there and go i can't believe they don't play defense for jimmy howard no they never play defense but jimmy is part of the problem <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> it's not like this. i love that i love that correction <laughs> Yeah, there's... it's not that they don't play Jimmy defense for Jimmy. They don't play defense for anybody. Right. So yeah, uh, I mean we've seen Bernie. We, every game is an example of that. Uh, you know, Bernier just happens to step up and you know look like an MVP. So I think in Colfin's defense, Matt, uh, you and I have kind of jokingly, tongue in cheek, said that Bernier has been like arguably, you know. Uh, uh, you know, give him the MVP for the season because of all the standing on his head that he's done. Um, yeah. So maybe Jim Howard is just like an average goaltender. And this is what it looks like when you have an average goaltender <laughs> with our defense. So going back to our... Uh, maybe intense, yeah. Heart intense consideration. View, maybe he's right. Yeah. <laughs> 
No, I so like by that logic. By that logic, Jim Howard is an average goaltender, and Bernier that reinforces our bid to get him in the MVP voting. I, nothing makes more sense to me at this point. I, I mean, <laughs> take it. Take it a look at. Uh, oh gosh, oh, the burps. Jeez, all that coffee. Ugh. Uh Take take a look at all the scoring chances and everything that uh, that the Senators have, and we still walk away. Um, you know, only four goals given up, but you know, one of those is a is a shootout, fake goal kind of thing, and and Bernier yeah. still has some pretty good numbers heading out of that. Uh, I just and sure, you know what I. The Senators, I guess, technically are a worse team than the Minnesota Wild if you want to look at, like, records and things like that. But, um, I eh, I don't know. Let's just, folks, I mean, tell us at BOD Hockey. Like, if you are a Jimmy Howard, um, what, what would you call that? Um, what's the word? Um, you, you, you forgive Jimmy. You, you back Jimmy Howard. You, uh, like an apologist? Yes, thank you. Like a, uh, when you're a yeah. Jimmy, if you're a Jimmy Howard apologist, please explain to me at BOD Hockey uh, what, what am I missing? Um, and, and if you're one of the many who, who see what we see and you're rolling your eyes right now going, I can't believe they had a segment on this. I still, I think it's necessary. I think folks, uh, you know, we do the same thing on a wrestling podcast when, uh, when people get overly excited for, you know, maybe like, um, somebody showing up to a particular wrestling show and we have to calm everybody down and go, well, let's remember this guy kind of sucks. So let's not get too excited. Uh, sure. It was a surprise, but, uh, not all surprises are good. So that, that's one example of why we bring these things up is to bring everybody to the same level. Let's get level headed. But uh, with this one here, I, I think it's, I, yeah, I, I think it needs to end. I think the defense of, of Jimmy Howard is, is done. And uh, please stop <laughs> because it, it's it's over. And uh, I think we're all in agreement with that. Okay, moving on. Mike, uh, so I went to that Minnesota Wild game, took, uh, took our dear father uh, for Father's Day. Or I'm sorry, not Father's Day, his birthday. Jesus. Uh, I took him for his birthday. Uh, so yeah. all of you that are trying to, uh, steal his information, uh, all you have right now is probably maybe his last name, but, uh, you don't have his birthday because that wasn't his birthday. So, ha, but yeah, uh, took, <laughs> so anybody trying to steal Good one. his ID, um, <laughs> well, now you've already narrowed down, which is not his birthday. So now they're getting closer. All right. <laughs> Mike, I found the best food at little Caesars arena. Um, it, and I had to have this conversation because what are we going to talk about? The shellacking by Minnesota? Anyway, we found, uh, we, we walked the upper deck. I, I thought I was going to stop at that barbecue place where they have the mac and cheese and barbecue. And then they have like a barbecue platter. And I always, like you and I have, uh, we went to LCA for SmackDown and I went looking for it. And it was closed down because there aren't enough people at SmackDown compared to a Red Wings game, which just, again, blows my mind. But, um taken a walk looked at the barbecue started smelling hot dogs and i said maybe not this barbecue <laughs> hey, uh that that was classic uh complaint of mine with uh like buffalo wild wings barbecue uh i remember being really excited when they added that and then tasting it and going hmm, this tastes like hot dogs and ketchup anyway uh like the best food at the lca is the chicken sandwich at the coop it Ooh. is the greatest I, I i don't know i maybe hyperbole is not the right this isn't the right time because this is just our experiences at the lca we keep getting the street tacos obviously pizza's there um this was a pita 
chicken tender sandwich, uh, chopped up chicken tenders, just smothered, Mike, and mayo. Uh, lettuce, tomato, <laughs> cheese. I mean, I, I opened up my little aluminum foil wrapper and just mayo is dripping every which way. Um, if you hate mayo, you can just say no mayo. And there's like, uh, uh Detroit is, is notorious for our love of, of ranch and pizza. So you can find a ranch pump if you'd rather have ranch on your chicken sandwich. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I'm a big fan of that, by the way. Yeah, yeah, no, you could do both actually, since those ranch pumps are on every corner. But, uh, Mike... I I'm I don't know if I can go back to Little Caesars Arena and eat anything else but this chicken sandwich. And the next time you and I go, we are eating this chicken sandwich because it is now my favorite thing there. Wow. Well, I am inspired to get some Red Wing tickets uh, just to check that out. Uh, <laughs> that sounds delightful. I mean, we've but had like, a good time with those. Yeah. Those grilled cheeses are really good. Um, yeah, they but, are. Uh, they have that yummy. I'm pumped to change soup. it up a little bit. Yeah, I do like having a little soup to dunk my sandwich in. It, you just uh, you, you got to go find the coop, and they're all they're all over the place. It's not it's not something where you're limited. And I think you and I did like the chicken tender basket once, where you get it's like forty dollars, but you get <laughs> eight chicken tender. So it's like two chicken tender meals combined. And I think if if you do the math, it's it might even be cheaper to get two separate meals. But <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, you get you get the eight chicken tenders and a basket of fries. That that was good. Don't get me wrong, especially going around yeah. and having all those ranch pumps at your disposal. But uh, oh, that chicken sandwich. Uh, I think it's called the chicken honey, H A N I. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a chicken tender pita. Same thing you'd get from like Leo's, Coney Island, or Kirby's. Just oh, so good. Also, Mike sat again. In the bar stool seats, uh, had the best experience at Little Caesars Arena because I had the bar stool seats next to a wall, so uh, Dad and I didn't have to worry about getting up the entire game. Also, uh, all the room in the world because nobody sat next to us, so we had we already had the most roomy seat in the arena because it doesn't it's you're not squished in into the seat, which I think LCA might have the worst arena seats i've ever sat in in regards to not enough room for my fat ass but uh <laughs> these seats are just they're bar stool seats uh but they have a back so you can still relax and then you get a table yeah. in front of you i i just i don't know i don't know i might just have to duplicate that experience for the rest of my trips to the lca because um i can't i can't handle it any other way now i can't i don't want to be squished into a seat i don't want to not eat that chicken tender sandwich again uh, life was good, even watching a seven to one loss. Uh, and of course, uh, shout out to uh, the father of discussion. Uh, we wouldn't be here without him. Uh, <laughs> it's true. Happy birthday uh, again, Dad. Uh, yeah, happy birthday. And <laughs> uh, I know, I know, we both had fun because we were laughing through the whole game. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, glad you got, I'm glad you found a new uh, new food for me to try. Um, I'm glad you got to have a good time with, with Pop Pop. Because uh, I know the, the Red Wings, I think they're definitely aware that, we, you know, we stink. So they try to give you something to do. You know, whether it's uh, the razzle-dazzle during the game with the light shows and, <laughs> uh, you know, listening to Ric Flair. And then, you know, the people who still like Ric Flair wooing their hearts out. And then other people, I think, booing at the same time, like a, a boo earns. Uh, Woo! And then, <laughs> yeah, you know, they had pretty good treats there. And especially as we travel more and more, I, I think LCA is is spoiling us with the variety and quality of, of 
concessions. Uh, one quick thing, Matt. Yeah. Because um, I know we're, we're getting close to Mike's game here. Uh, I just wanted to, to bring up something. Ooh. Um, I think it was two, was it two off seasons ago? Yeah. One or two off seasons ago, there was this pipe dream that Steven Stamkos was going to leave the Lightning um, and follow, you know, in, uh, you know, where Eisman was rumored to go to Detroit. Uh, you know, it didn't end up happening. He signed a, one of, one of our favorite terms, a coffin contract to stay in Tampa. And, I, you know, just looking at recent news, he's going to have core surgery, Matt. He's going to be out, Stamco's going to be out six to eight weeks. Um, he's rumored to be back for the first round of the playoffs. But I just, if you want another example of why this Iser plan is probably going to work out and why it looks like, you know, they're probably going to be re-signing Mantha, um, Stamkos and Mantha are, it kind of feels like they're made out of the same mold um, where they're roughly getting, you know, a point a game. Um, and then you kind of go back in the way back machine and Stamkos, you know, in like 2013 missed uh, games with a broken leg. He's out like half the season. Uh, 2015, uh, he got injured, missed playoff time uh, with blood clots. It's, you know, 2016, uh, tore up his knee and missed, you know, most of the year. Um, so I think it, it kind of proved there, you know, Iserman still at the times, you know, signed him to stay in Tampa, but they also had the depth to still have winning teams and be competitive. So I think it's just kind of twofold one to be, you know, aware of how Iserman still values people with boo-boos, but also <laughs> the way that he, you know, his Iser plans, let you take those calculated risks with high talent but high risk players because he had so much depth yeah um so it was just kind of something that you know uh twofold one um it's it's i guess i don't know if it's ever good to be like yeah we didn't get stamkos we didn't get a superstar uh you know in the off season right. but um because i mean you think about that happening too and we'd be now we're pushing out the the tank like a, a few more years, right? Um, yeah, and that that would have been something where we had uh, Stamkos playing with Datsuk and Zetterberg, and who knows? You'd what... be, you'd be. I think you'd be in the lower, you know, maybe not this bad, obviously, but you'd be lower fifteen of the league still. I think. I, I don't think you'd, you know, you'd be rocking and rolling with the with an eight seed. I I, I don't know. I mean, I I think. I mean, so you're saying like this team right now? I mean, there'd be a lot of there'd be a lot of there'd be a lot of sliding doors, you know, that would be changing. Like, who knows who we'd be getting rid of? Right. Um, yeah, this team would actually look completely different. I I, I think because I think um, those drafts are changing. Um, I don't know. It's 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 a conversation for. It's a ton not what you of sliding. It's about. a ton of yeah. It's it's a ton of sliding doors. I, I just mean that like as is. I think you know, Iserman can definitely find a way to, you know, get some depth around, you know, having one of your superstars be injured. So it's not like he's, he doesn't prefer to have an injured guy, obviously. Uh, you want him on the ice, but it should just be to the point where it's not the end of the world. No, and I, you know, I, I like that. I like that. As, you can, you can afford we've, to we've... survive those kinds of things where right now, the way the team was constructed, one injury to one star and the season craters. Exactly. I, I, I mean, uh, I like that we've talked both sides of it. Um, I think it's still a great point. 
uh, to bring up when you're saying nobody should be untouchable on this team if the right trade comes along. And that that's the point I think gets missed, too. Like, when we say Manta should also, like, Manta along with everybody else should be on that trade block just in case the right thing comes along. Um, you know, part of the things that makes it feel easier is the fact that he, he does appear to be injury prone. Um, but absolutely, if, if we were in a playoff race, we have Lefrenier and I had the choice between having the team we have now and, you know, like, let's say everything worked out and we're going into the playoffs and all of us, you know, Bertuzzi's actually an 80 point player, not a 60 point player. Uh, Larkin went out of his mind and turned into Johnny Goudreau this year. Um, yeah, sure. Then I'd want Mantha on that team. Uh, I'd want to make sure we had it shored up a little bit, uh, rather than saying, you know, I'd prefer we traded them before the playoffs started. But, um, you know, I think, I think it also has to be said that the lightning are in that position where you hang on to that guy and, uh, the Red Wings aren't, we're pretty, we're pretty far away from that position. <laughs> like Leaps and bounds from saying, well, let's, let's hold on to Stamkos. We can stomach the injuries because, we have all that depth and uh for mantha us uh handling that depth just seems a few more skips down the road like especially us missing out on his most productive years is 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 probably going to be um you know let, let's say we we keep him around and we have him for his most productive years now but by the time we're ready to be competitive that's when he'll start to slip statistically based on like what the average human being starts to slip uh playing hockey so i i just um that's where that that's where that idea comes into play where you you can trade now and get as much as you can for him rather than just us missing the playoffs for the next three years and then we go hey well we had mantha the whole time um cool now what (laughs) like (laughs) uh you know it's just what what could you do that's that fits the timetable for this team like i mean trading mantha and maybe getting telling telling teams like that's okay we don't need your first round pick this year but you know pick a team that looks like they're headed down you know headed out the door uh and get their first round picks for the next two seasons kind of thing um you know i i i think that's that's reasonable uh move mantha over to them uh not not now obviously but uh you know, next season or there's something after that, or I guess now that might be out the window because now we're going to have to give him a longer contract. But, uh, that's, that's just where my head was at. I, 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 I appreciate, uh, that point because I, I think, um, I think it absolutely should be said. Um, I don't think either one of us, like if people have been listening to the show and think we're just complete idiots for saying Mantha can go, I think that's, uh, we have to keep <laughs> throwing that in there. He could go. I, I don't think he is the problem. But again, I think the right way to say it is he could be a part of the solution. Like moving, moving him is is not the be all end all, but it could be a part of the solution. Um, but Mike, let's uh, let's jump into your game here because now we're now we've managed to just, God damn it, we fucking did it we've again. Done it again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, here we go, man. It's everybody's favorite game. Who's that? Pokemon starring. Pet coach Jeff Blaschel. Pet, uh, cherry picked a quote. You're going to guess who Jeff Blaschel was talking Let's about. Let's go. Are you buckled in? All right. Wait, are you buckled Let's you buckled go. In? Yeah, I'm buckled. I, that was he's buckled in. He's buckled in. We got confirmation. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Full throttle. Special guest reader, of course, as always, Paul Woods. <clears throat> 
but he's uh, playing at his best. He's got hard skill, Blashill winked. Even though he's not a... <laughs> I lost the voice. Even though he's not a big, big man. He's uh, strong out of skates, and he can bring some physicality, but he has hands. My God, he actually said this. But he has hands. <laughs> can... He does have hands. Get... <laughs> He's got two hands. Get him out there. <laughs> but he has hands. He's got two feet. <laughs> I can't get through this quote. It's too ridiculous. Even though he's not a big, big man, he said this. He's strong out of skates and can bring some physicality. But he has hands. He can make a play and do those things. That was a quote from the head coach of the Detroit Red Wings. That has got to be our newcomer, Sam Gagne. Woo! And Damn it. Fuck. Okay. That's another Ottawa power play. <laughs> that, that was actually our other brand new player, Dimitro Timshaw. <laughs> Could you whisper it quieter, please? <laughs> So, I didn't want anyone to hear me mispronounce no, it. No, you said it right. <laughs> Tim <is> shop. <laughs> the answer oh. was... <laughs> <laughs> the entire game is thunder, and then I get to that, and it's just... <laughs> oh, no, it's good. Oh. You get everybody leaning in. This was such a great quote, though. We had uh, hard skill. We had big, big man. And then we had, he has hands. Uh... It feels like a lot of the, the Red Wings organizational depth has been, well, he's got two hands. He knows how to put on skates. Um, it's like that. It's like that old Jerry Seinfeld bit about, how do you get to be a taxi driver? I think you just need a face. Like that's, <laughs> that's how we built our depth. But anyway, that was another exciting round of Pokemon. And we pushed, we pushed the, uh, the segment of what do we want to see for the rest of the season? We'll push that to the very the next episode. We've, we've done it now, two episodes, three episodes in a row. All right. <laughs> One of these days we're gonna answer that question. It'll probably be, maybe it'll be on Thursday After the show. Season. Maybe we'll start the the show out that way. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, stay tuned for some more details on the uh, the cool hockey tankathon contest listen to uh listen through to the end of the show all right thanks everybody bye Hi, everybody. This is Matt Klink of the Brothers of Discussion, reminding you that you can find the Brothers of Discussion at bodpodcast.com, brothersofdiscussion.com. Find us on Twitter at bodpodcast. And, of course, we are bringing you content every Thursday, if not during every Monday Night Raw, every NXT show, every AEW Dynamite, every SmackDown, every pay-per-view, every major show happening in the United States. The Brothers of Discussion are covering it, so if you want good wrestling coverage come to the brothers of discussion thanks everybody hey everybody matt from the discussion five and the brothers of discussion here to tell you about uh sweet new contest uh who doesn't like free stuff yeah come on we got a 200 dollars cool hockey gift card ready to go just for you let me tell you how we're working with tankathon and cool hockey and here's how it works you're gonna visit tankathon.com slash nhl and click sim lottery you're going to create a 15-team sim for the NHL Draft Lottery. 
what I want you to do is go ahead and keep clicking Sim Lottery until you get something that you think will be the most accurate to that lottery draft day. That's right. You can pick your favorites. You can pick the one that you think is most likely to happen. And if you're like me, as a Detroit Red Wings fan, you're probably just going to keep hitting Sim Lottery until it says Red Wings have the fourth pick. So with that being said, take a screenshot of that 15-team outcome. That's the one you are going to be submitting. Post your entry and tag a friend and retweet on the post from either at HockeyPodNet or you can go ahead and post it when the brothers of discussion and the discussion five post it at BOD Hockey. So you'll see a poster explaining all this on our Twitter and at HockeyPodNet. But most important part here for you to qualify, you must be following at HockeyPodNet, at Tankathon, and at Cool Hockey. All entries must be submitted by April 4th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern. So remember, folks, if you want that $200 cool hockey gift card, visit Tankathon, screenshot your 15-team outcome, and then post your official submission with the corresponding Twitter post on BOD Hockey and at HockeyPodNet. Good luck, everybody.